Hi, my name is Sarah Boss, and you are listening to the What Else Podcast. I'm a chemist turned launch strategist, and I help business owners launch their courses, programs, and products so that they can gain influence and get paid. Owning your own business opens the doors for great freedom and opportunity, but it can also bring a lot of self-doubt, overwhelm, and insecurity. On this podcast, we talk about marketing, analytics, and tactile tips to own a business you love, but we can also talk about life behind the desk. We ask the questions, and then we ask, what else? Because we're just nosy like that. Come join us and our many guests as we leverage our businesses to create the life we dreamed of. Hi, guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here. Um, the day that this comes out is May the 3rd, so happy almost May 4th. May the 4th be with you. For my Star Wars people out there, usually I'm in Disney during this time um, because we are Star Wars geeks around here. And if you're a Star Wars geek, you might know about Star Wars Week um, in Disney World and in Hollywood Studios. It's super fun. Highly recommend. You have May the 4th and then you have Cinco de Mayo. And it's like back-to-back celebration (laughs) for very different reasons. But Um, It's still a really fun time. And this is also the week I actually graduated on Cinco de Mayo in uh, 2019. And today's episode is for the graduates. It's for you guys who are graduating college, or if you're graduating high school, honestly, this applies to you as well. But if you hear me reference college a lot, that's just because like, that's what I, I'm close to as far as like timeline wise. Um, But there are a couple lessons that I, I wish I would have known and that I think every Every graduate should learn or understand before walking across that stage, or um, at least shortly after. These are things that would have made my life a lot easier, because no matter if you're graduating high school or graduating college, it's still a huge transition. And if somebody had really drilled this into my head, if somebody had told me these things back then, I would have been much better for it. So I wanted to share them with you. First one, you're, you've heard it before, but we're, we're going to talk about it. No one knows what they're doing. No one has the answer, even the adults. No one has made it. Nobody's achieved this like euphoric level of success that's like ingrained in your mind. Like there's some puzzle piece that you're missing and that if you, if you put it in the right place, it'll fix, it'll, you know, you'll have the whole picture. That's, that is a narrative that you have to let go. And it's not, you know, I used to, when people used to say that to me and I was like, no, like I, you know, I'm ambitious. I'm an achiever. Like I'm going to make it. You've just given up on making it. No, I just, I had a uh, skewed perspective on what making it meant. Um, Think of it this way. Elon Musk, um, I'd say that he's a pretty successful man a bit controversial, but he's done pretty well for himself. You know, if Elon Musk thought that he had figured it out, that he had made it, he wouldn't continue making things. Like, do you ever think about that? Like these people that we look up to and we're like, oh my, like that's making it. Like when I'm there, I've made it no matter where they are. They're not stopping. So why do we feel like there's some end exit there's some on this road there's where you turn off and like you're done you're never done 
every, every, your day-to-day life is what makes up the whole. And you spend your days hopefully doing what you love. And that's, that's making it. It's not an end goal. It's what you're doing right now. You may set goals, have hopes. You should, you should pursue your dreams, but the road there is where the magic is. I, I started saying something this week and I, 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 I want to get it on my wall or something because you don't go chasing your dream life. You just live it. You just every day wake up and you live your dream life. Cause this is the only one you got. And that dream life is made up of the individual days. So no one knows what they're doing. And I also, for those of you who are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to feel like lost forever. No, you don't. That's what I thought. I was like, great. So I'm just standing on this uneven ground. And I'm going to feel like I'm going to fall at all times. No, you just, you learn to enjoy the day to day. And that that's, that's what making it means. Second thing, pretty practical. You don't need a nine to five job. Just start saving for retirement. I'm calling all of you out who have not started saving for retirement, and I'm not talking about an emergency savings account. Let's get technical here. So there's an emergency savings account, and then there's your retirement account. The retirement account is the thing that uh, accumulates interest and that you can't get into until you're so-and-so years old without a penalty. We don't need to get all into that. Um, but for those of you who are like, no, I haven't st- started saving for retirement because I don't have a, you know, a, a career that's giving me a 401k. You do not have to wait for a company to give you a 401k to start saving for retirement. I got my first Roth IRA at 18 years old. And that is when you can sing, like as a sole person, get your own Roth IRA. Or you can also, if you're a minor um, under the age of 18, you can have, I think it's called like a custodial Roth IRA. And that is when a adult can basically, it's almost like co-sign for you. And it's the same thing, um, but I think there's a minimum, like a lower minimum investment. Your thing, you do not have to wait for that 401k. You need to start saving your, for your retirement now. Because if you're like me and you're young and, and you're saying, I'm not going to work until I'm 65, that's a narrative I literally refuse. And I refused that when I was 18 as well. Then I said, okay, I need to start saving now. Because the sooner you start saving, the faster you can retire, the faster you can stop working. Um, or I should say, the faster you can have a choice to stop working. Even when I am financially independent, uh, meaning I don't have to make an income anymore in order to live, I probably still will work because I like what I do. But you, I always wanted the choice. And if you want that choice for yourself, start early. Whatever age you're at, start now, I've got a blog post um, that I will link in the description box on the difference between a Roth IRA and a 401k if you're wanting to read more about that. And I, uh, my grandfather took me to Edward Jones and we set up an account. It's, I'm going to say, quote, free. Um, they make money uh, based on, I think, a certain differently for different accounts. Um, some are commissions, but it's not like something that expe- that's expensive either. Go there, ask for the minimum amount to open a Roth IRA just like opening a bank account. Like they may say you need $50 or you need $100, whatever that may be. And then you you start. That's all that is. You just start now. Number three, this, this one I is really important to me to get across. Don't forget to be young. 
I, I had to relearn how to be young, how to have fun. I had to re, uh, basically remember that I am very young and my expectation for what my reality should be, we're going to talk about that word should in a second, was very skewed. And it's not even a reality that I wanted. Like I thought, okay, in order to be successful, like I need to graduate college and immediately be in a very established career in an expensive apartment and, you know, live whatever this life. I'm like, oh, and looking back now, I'm like, oh my God, I would never want that. I don't want that for myself because you end up waking up at 25, 26, 27 saying, oh my God, I've been working my 20s away. And yes, work hard, you know, establish yourself in your career. But there's a difference between that and forcing yourself into a position that you don't even want to be in. This maybe this is controversial. I and it would have been controversial to me too. Um, until except now I'm here. I should have taken a gap year. I I really should have taken a gap year. I just on my Costa Rica trip, I met a girl. Her name is Ella. She's fantastic. She took a gap year between high school. Um, and uh, she's in, from England, so university they call it uni. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done that after college as well. Um, the first year after college you learn more about yourself than you have the past 20 so so years. That was the most eye-opening time for me. And here's the thing. Can you aim big and ball hard and, and work hard? Absolutely. But I mistook anxiety for ambition. And it cost me my health and it took me a year to recover. I'm not being dramatic. I'm happier. I have more fun at 24 years old, which is still super young than I did at 22 years old because now I, I have a perspective. I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm in my 20s. You know, I'm in my 20s. And I mean, I'd argue that I'm quite successful for my age. I still work hard. I am still establishing a career for myself. But I also realize like, I don't need there. I don't think at any point in life, you need to kill yourself for a job or kill yourself for this um, narrative of what your life should be. If you're finding that you're saying, oh, I got to do this because it should be here. I got to do this because I need to be here. Then that's, that's not the same as ambition. And don't mistake that for ambition. I'm an ambitious person and I still value my time now in the present. I value where I am in my life. I value this time that I will never get back again. And I don't want to wake up my 30s and 40s and look back and say, I could have gotten here and farther if I had allowed myself to develop and have fun and, and, and grow within myself in my twenties. That's the thing. You're not sacrificing future success for fun. Now there's a balance 100%. There's absolutely a balance. And just because you are having fun now and you're learning who you are and you're spending time with your friends and you're spending time traveling and you're spending time, you know, doing a job that's fun, but maybe not your forever job. That's fine. You, you're not sacrificing a future you. 
I wholeheartedly believe that the lessons that I'm learning about myself, how to carry myself, how to build my own wealth, how to, uh, you know, create my own business, you know, all of that, all the lessons I'm learning now are going to put me in a much better place versus if I had stayed. Now, this is my, my story. This isn't, doesn't mean it's yours, but had I, had I stayed in a job that I hated and was just going the back and forth, I was learning nothing going back and forth from my apartment to my job that I didn't like. I wasn't learning how to handle myself in the workplace because I didn't like being there. I wasn't learning how to scale up in that job because I didn't want to. There was no passion. There was no growth there. I was staying stuck out of comfort. I was comfortable in this place where people thought my job sounded cool and my apartment was pretty. There is no growth in that. And prior to graduation, I thought that is how I would have been successful. And I, I mean, I look back now and I'm like, that would have gotten me nowhere. That would have gotten me nowhere. Don't forget to be young. Be okay (laughs) with the stage of life that you're at now. And don't try and chase some, I don't know, level of... I guess maturity, you could say, you can be a mature person and still live your life. There's not, that's not different and never feel like it's different, no matter how old you are. Number four, how to balance the transition. I wish I would have learned um, or would have, I guess, recognized that from high school to college and especially from college to you know, the workforce, that's a huge transition. Even college, just grad school is a huge transition. Give yourself a lot of grace because it's not just like, especially if you're graduating college and you're, you are like entering a job or, you know, you're not going straight into school. Understand that you're not just leaving college. Like you're leaving a very structured path for a very unstructured path. College has a specific end date. It has a very specific path to follow to get there. And I did not realize how much I clung to that specific date and that specific path until I didn't have it anymore. All of a sudden, I had no idea what I was supposed to be working towards. Because until then, people could ask like what I was doing and what I was like aiming for. I was aiming for my bachelor's degree in chemistry at that time. I graduate and I'm like, oh, I didn't. I didn't think about what happens after, like, what are my dreams? What are, what do I want to pursue? What big things do I want to do? And that was bizarre to me as somebody who is ambitious and who does have big dreams. I did not realize how much I clung to that end date though. And that was the hardest transition for me. It took me a long time, but I wish I would have spent at least six months post-college. Like if you don't take a gap year, I wish I would have taken six months to just find myself, find what it means to just be me outside of college. What does that identity look like? How do I live? What do I like to do? What are my hobbies? Because it was an identity crisis for me. I'm not saying that's everybody, but recognize that it's a large transition and give yourself some grace and don't push yourself so hard. Because again, you're trying to fit some narrative that you think you're supposed to fit in right after you graduate. There is no narrative. There is no right. There's just what you want to do. And if you can strip back everything 
tear down every barrier, every wall in your mind, take out what people will think, take out what your mom and dad says, take out what your family says, take out what your friends are doing. Don't look around. Zone in just you. It's just you. And then ask yourself, what do you want to do? Very plain and simple. Answer, there's no wrong answer. What do you want to do? And make sure that you are answering with an answer that comes from you and is not filtered through societal norms, through family expectations, through what your friends are doing. Bare bones, what do you want to do? And then go from there. But the hard, I, the hardest part is stripping away everybody else's opinion. And that's honestly, that's a life lesson. If you want to know what my post-college, if you want some more information on what my post-college experience looked like, um, I'll link the episode down below. Um, I believe it might have been my first episode. I've got a couple of them uh, talking about that story. Um, and you can hear a little bit more in depth on what my journey looked like. Um, and hopefully uh, learn from my mistakes. Last thing, last lesson. This is a lesson that I think we will be, as just collective, everyone will be learning for the rest of our lives. But the sooner you can try, um, the sooner you can get these words out of your vocabulary. Remove supposed to and should from your vocabulary. Those do not exist. They absolutely have to leave your vocabulary, especially your internal vocabulary monitor your thoughts and ensure that you are not using these words against yourself. If you need to journal, if you need to speak out loud in order to recognize when you are saying this thing to yourself, fine, do what you got to do. But there is no supposed to, and there is no should. Both of those, that phrase and that word do not serve you. I'm still working on this, but this is the most important lesson for you to learn. Again, it'll probably take, it'll probably be my whole life, you know, that I'll have to remind myself of this, but the faster that you figure this out, the faster that you can completely remove these words from your vocabulary, the faster that you'll be happy because you will no longer be trying to aim for, oh, I should be doing this. I'm supposed to be here. Says who? Tell me who says that. And then if you can actually give them a name, do you actually value their opinion? Because nobody who is in a place that you want to be will look down at you and say, you should have done better. You, sh you should just stop. You're supposed to be here. You should just quit. Anybody worth looking up to would ever say that. They'll say, you're doing your best. You keep going. You be you, you pursue what you love, you do what you want to each day, and you will make it. You will get there, whatever there is for you. But each day, each day, it's getting up and choosing you. It's choosing your own dream life because that's, that's what the goal is. That's what it is. It's waking up every day and being excited for what you're doing. It's being excited for what work you do. It's being excited for whatever impact, whatever input you have on the world. That's how you think of a job. That's how, if you're wondering like, oh, what do I want to do? Don't think of it as a job. Take a job and, and monetary uh, like value out of it. What input do you want to have in this world? 
like what impact do you want to have in this world? What, if you could do anything, endless resources, endless money, what, what would that be? What do you want to give to this earth? And then, and then back up, you know? Okay. So if you want an example, me, I, you know, this is something I reflect on often because I think it's important to remind myself of what my true purpose is. And there is like the why and, and, you know, what you want to input into the world, like your message. And there's the, how you do that and how you make money from it. But you learn the why first, my message, like that I want to put out on a baseline level is that I, I want to inspire people and give people permission to be brave enough to pursue the life they long for. I believe every day that we say no to ourselves all the time, we say no, if there's a store that, or you're in the grocery store and your favorite song comes on and you don't dance because of what other people will think you want to try out surfing and you say no, because you're too old or because, oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. And we build these habits of saying no to ourselves internally until it becomes your identity. You don't know anything else, but to say no, I think the bravest thing that you can do is say, why not? The bravest thing that you can do is look, find those thoughts in your head, recognize like, oh, like, what if I did this? And then say, yes, that's what I want to do in this world. How am I going to do that? That's going to look different for my whole life. But that's how you determine who you are and who you want to be. This is all, you know, this, if I could go back in time and have my past self listen to this podcast. I would have been much better off. And I hope that this helps you. I hope that this finds you in a place and maybe lifts you out of that mindset that you, that maybe you're, you're in the mindset that I was. And I could have been doing so much more and I could have been so much happier. I wasted so much time pursuing a should narrative that I didn't even know what it should be. I'd say I should be anything but here. I'm not sure what I should be doing. Well, maybe take that out. Take that word out. What do you want to be doing, Sarah? What what does your life look like? A, on a what does your dream day look like? Find that out and then you'll you'll be able to work backwards and figure out how to make that happen. But always recognize that you can always make it happen. Always. It's always your choice. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm saying you always have a choice. And if you can choose you and learn what that's like outside of a woo-woo level, outside of a feel-good level, really what it means to be completely true to who you are and what you want to do if you're saying no to yourself, who's going to say yes to you? All right, guys. I love you all so very much. Congratulations to the graduates. If you need any advice, you can always DM me. But I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of everything that you've accomplished. And I can't wait to see what you guys do. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the What Else podcast. And if you liked this episode, then I've got a small to-do list for you. Uh, first of all, go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Sarah E. Boss. And I can go ahead and repost your post and that helps others find the podcast as well. And give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends. So don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.